0: our Locked On 49ers, your daily San Francisco 49ers podcast,
1: part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On 49ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Brian Peacock here with you once again. My guest today is Nick Winkler because it is a Winky Wednesday. This is, uh, we got football tomorrow, so that's exciting stuff. I do want to remind everybody to follow me on Twitter at BDPeacock. You can find Nick at Bay Area Wink. You can email the show, locked on 49 ers at Gmail. Subscribe, rate, review the show, all that good stuff. Let's just get into this Winky Wednesday action.
0: Action News 8 Sports with Nick Winkler. What's up, man? Hey, buddy. Hey, hey. We're on the eve of football here. And they say it doesn't matter, but it really does matter, man. There's a lot of competitions that are, are going to get started really tomorrow night. I mean, tomorrow's like the first time you can put it on display for everybody in actual game speed, man. I'm pumped.
1: Yeah, and it matters for 49ers fans. It'll matter for Cowboys fans. And uh, it was a reminder during the Hall of Fame game that for other fans, it doesn't matter as much. Right. Like, you know, I was waiting around. I watched into the second half of that game because I wanted to see Lamar Jackson play. Mm-hmm. But, man, it happens really quickly, especially in that first week of the preseason. The starters don't play much, and you're like, um, okay, what is what am I watching right now?
0: Right, right. Well, I, what I did with that, is I just watched the highlights. <laughs> NFL Network puts on like a six-minute piece of all the best snaps, and mm-hmm. that's the way to really go when it comes to preseason, unless it's your team. Right. You know, other other way, I'll watch every single preseason game with those six minute clips that goes by real fast. That's a great way to spend an hour. But not with my team. I'm going to watch every single snap. You kidding me?
1: Right. And if there's something specific you're looking for, it helps because you have something to look for. And so actually, we're going to talk about that one big thing you and I each have that we're going to be looking for tomorrow during this Cowboys 49ers game.
0: Oh, I like that. Yeah, I got I got a couple. But yeah, I'll start with one big one. Sure.
1: You got to pare it down to one, man.
0: Oh, we don't have time for two. Okay. All uh, right, whatever, dude. I'm going to throw four at you, like well, some of our listeners do with their emails. They're so, like, oh, I yeah. have a question, and it's broken into four parts.
1: Yeah, you know what? Some sneaky bastards out there. <laughs> it's usually that Mark guy. Yeah, good old Mark. Uh, speaking of that, we do have a mailbag to get into at the end of the show, and we're going to talk fantasy football because guess what? You know what? We opened it up. We opened it mm-hmm. up. with 14 teams. The Locked On 49ers official fantasy league is now a 16-team league. We've got 15 in there. There's space for one more person so we're gonna to have to have a contest to figure out who's going in. I guess we can start there. Uh, I, I think we decided we're gonna do a best team name, right?
0: Yeah, And, you know, you can come at us with something regional and and you know something that that's topical and funny, and we probably won't pick it. But if it has something to do with our podcast, I
1: gotta be honest, you probably have a pretty <laughs> good shot. You can brown nose and win some points <laughs> that way. If it if it's podcast related, I mean, if it's great about something else, yeah, then, then it you can might still win. win. Sure, but right.
0: flattery gets you everywhere.
1: So. Uh, t- Twitter's the best way. Hit me up on Twitter. Tag myself or Nick. We will find it. You
0: better tag us both in there. Right.
1: Tag us both. Bring your A game. The best team name for your fantasy football team gets in the league here with uh, 15 others, including myself and Nick and Chris Wilson from LockedOn49ers.com, and we'll have a season's worth of fantasy football.
0: And Harden's Harry Hole.
1: Harden's Harry Hole right now is the the best team name currently (laughs) in that league, but you could... You can come in and beat that if, if you're if you come strong.
0: Yeah, come correct.
1: Let's move on to let's move on to that preseason game.
0: Yeah, I like it, man. I'm I'm really pumped up. Um, you know, obviously the starter's probably only gonna get a little bit of time. So I'm not too worried about that. I wouldn't want that to be my number one thing that I'm looking for in this game. But for me, it, it's it's the rookies. It's always the rookies. And I'm I'm most excited in this rookie class about two guys, and that's Dante Pettis and Fred Warner. I want to see what these guys can do. I wanna I want to see what Warner can do there on the defensive side of the ball. Like, is he going to be the future next to, to Foster? You know, and is Pettis the real deal? Because what we've seen, you know, these one-on-ones and things like that is, man, he looks to have the quickness and the hands and the agility and just the raw speed that you're looking for. So I want to see it in in full speed, like game speed.
1: I'm kind of with you. That was one of my big things is the wide receiver stuff. So I won't choose that, but I'm with you, especially the rookie wide receivers. I want to see how they're moving. I want to see, mm-hmm. because When you're watching a college player, and I watch a ton of college tape, and and I've studied up on these guys, and when you see an NFL player, you're like, hey, this guy moves differently than everybody else. Right. And once they get to the NFL, they're moving around with other guys who also move different than everybody else in college. So you want to see if, like, okay, do they stand out? Yeah. Um, You know, they're not the biggest guys. um, So you want to be like, okay, does he look like, oh, my gosh, okay, he looks like. He's a child next to grown men. (laughs) You know, is it one of those things, or is he he out there like, okay, this guy's gonna play sooner rather than later? And the depth chart's not a big deal because they put the rookies at the bottom and you gotta work your way up. So Mm -hmm. if you're at the bottom of the depth chart as a rookie in your rookie season in the first preseason game, that's par for the course. Uh, the well, you better is, look good,
0: too, because you're right. going to be up there against the other rookies.
1: Yeah, you're going against the other team's third-teamers that might not yeah. even make the roster, so you better look good. So you want those rookies, and you want those young players to stand out. And you want them to, to look like they move, like they can be impact NFL players, and then they'll, they'll march up the depth chart. And so it's not really a huge deal how the depth chart shakes out early, and especially the one, the official depth chart, or the unofficial depth chart that came out that – the 49ers released, I mean, that's done by PR people. It's not the mm-hmm. actual depth chart. So there's always some weird stuff in there. So that's that kind of stuff's not really worth even looking at for me.
0: Right, right. Um, so you, if you're not going with the wide receivers, then what are you going with?
1: I'm going to go with the pass rush. It's, it's the one thing I've been harping on all offseason long, and the 49ers mm-hmm. didn't add any edge rushers. So I want to see how Jeremiah Taushu, Cassius Marsh are looking. I want to see where uh, – well, Eric Armstead's probably not going to play because he's dinged up, but I want to see where Solomon weird. Thomas is – Uh, lining up. I want to see where he's lining up. I want to see how he looks and I want to see how some of that depth shakes out because I think they're going to end up having to cut a really good or trade a really good interior defensive lineman because they have a lot of those guys who sort of could play a little outside running downs inside pass rushers. They've got a ton of those players. So I'm going to watch how they shake out because I think that's sort of a sneaky roster battle because a really good player is going to get cut there. But yeah, I'm looking at the defensive line. Looking at the pass rush, I want to see if uh, there's flashes there. Jeremiah Taushu, by the way, I did like a lot coming out of college, and he's got some burst. So I want to see if he's someone who could upgrade from Elvis Dumerville, or if it's one of those things where like, okay, how long before we give Elvis a call because he's still on the street, and he was our best pass rusher last year. So are they going to make that call?
0: Right. And he was buried behind Bosa. So yeah, it's one of those things like, you know, Bosa's legit, you know, he's top tier. Right. And Melvin Ingram. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, everybody's going to get buried behind that guy.
1: Right, exactly. So he's got an opportunity. And so, uh, yeah, so that's that's what I'm looking for because I think it's going to be a huge key for the defense. There's so much talent on that defense. The Mm -hmm. one thing that could hold it back from being a great defense is right now that pass rush, especially coming off the edge. And I think they're going to bring some heat from the inside. So that's going to be fun to see those guys develop Thomas and Buckner in the middle.
0: Yeah, and, of course, you got to take a look at the offensive line, see who's out there with the number ones, who rotates in quickly, stuff like that. I mean, you know, there's a lot of battles, like I said, man. It's going to be
1: be fun. Yep. Okay, so we're going to do a little mailbag later. Uh, I want to talk about training camp, give a quick camp report, too, before Mm -hmm. we get to that mailbag. But before we get to that stuff, uh, there's something I want to tell you guys about, the listeners and you, Nick, Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experience that will last a lifetime. What was like the number one live sporting event you've ever been to that was like, this is that thing you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I was at this one thing.
0: You know, if we're talking about good seats, it was probably a Niners Bucks game. It was the year after the Bucks won the championship. So it must've been what, 2003 Mm -hmm. um, or the 2002 season. And the Niners weren't very good. Tim Rittay, Brandon Lloyd, you know, that, that time. And we were five rows back of the Buccaneers and my buddy Money and I went and we were so loud. We were heckling Warren Sapp. We were yelling at uh, Ronde all day, calling him Tiki. And like, oh man, it was <laughs> so much fun. And the Niners pulled out the win. And like I said, bad football team against the the defending champs. And that was our Super Bowl that year. I was there for it. I couldn't talk for three days afterwards. Probably one of my favorite games ever.
1: That's a great one. Yeah. When you're able to pull those amazing seats, it's so awesome. Yeah. Especially if you And when
0: Keyshawn like looks at us and starts like talking trash back. Oh man, that was great.
1: I love Getting those seats for baseball games that are right behind home plate, and mm-hmm. you don't realize how it just makes the whole park feel small. You're like, oh man, yeah. I could play here. This is just a, a baseball right. field like the one I grew up playing on.
0: But it, then you see that 89 mile an hour slider, and you're like, oh no, wait, no, I can't.
1: You see the pinpoint accuracy in the heat, like, oh, never mind. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, never mind.
0: That that curveball just broke six feet. Nope, I'm good. I mean,
1: I could run on this grass, but I'm not saying <laughs> I would do anything with it. I could it.
0: probably feel the ground ball, <laughs> get a true hop.
1: Vivid Seats offers great prices for NFL games and all live events. With the NFL returning, locked on listeners can receive 10% off their first purchase with Vivid Seats. Go to vividseats.com or download the app and enter promo code locked on. Again, that's one word locked on. New customers only offer good through the end of August. And by the way, two home games preseason. We've got the first one, and there's still seats available for that uh, Thursday home game against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Then you got the Chargers coming in. Um, I didn't say San Diego. Yeah. I, I know tough. that they're in Los Angeles now. By the way, that's an interesting one because they're going to be playing in week four, I think, right? Chargers mm-hmm. and 49ers. So get a quick preview in that week four preseason at Levi's Stadium before the Giants go to LA in week four to play the Chargers. Go to vividseats.com. That's the thing to remember here. Vividseats.com, download the app, enter promo code Locked On for 10%. Off your order. The NFL is back, and Vivid Seats wants to help you get in the game. We need to get to a game this year, man. We got to. Together.
0: Yeah. We got to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you got have a newborn, though. That might be tough.
1: That might be tough. Although, I, you know, if hey, if your team name for the Fantasy League is like, I'm paying for Nick and Brian to go to a game together, <laughs> you might win. You might I know just if, get in. Might be a little long and wordy, but.
0: Yeah, you just take out a bunch of vowels. I think you make it work.
1: Uh, anything stand out to you from training camp practices either today or anytime this past week or so?
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just loving what I'm seeing. I, I love that. You know, they had Buckner out on the edge too. Cause I mean, talk about a mismatch. He's going to be able to handle that guy, you know? Uh, Absolutely. you know, things like that. I love seeing Trent Taylor looking real quick and, and, you know, just like the the guy we saw last year, maybe even a little bit quicker. Uh, I, I've mentioned Pettis. I, I like the Garcon's healthy. Uh, I, you know, it's we've avoided so far that big injury, you know what I mean? Knock on wood. I'm, I'm not really a superstitious guy, but yeah, that that's been the biggest key to me so far. I think, I mean, the Sherman injury obviously sucks and, you know, Ward and Armstead, nothing new there, but other than that, you know, it's been pretty clean so far. So you got to like that. Hopefully they can get through the next few weeks and, uh, and nothing real serious happens.
1: That's right. And you know what, <laughs> that reminds me above all the things we already talked about, about the 49ers Cowboys week one preseason opener, Mm-hmm. stay healthy that that's yeah. number one above all it's those other things we thing, about. for sure. about. Yeah. yeah stay healthy please everybody
0: yeah yeah i don't care if you're third fourth string it doesn't matter just don't don't get hurt
1: Yep. uh so
0: and don't lead with your helmet <laughs> yeah
1: figure that out at least if you do do it now and not in the regular season
0: right right
1: uh jimmy g dropping deep ball dimes in practice that's my big yeah, takeaway yeah. from practice this week back-to-back days i've seen absolute perfect ball placement on throws down the field which mm-hmm. is the, the big thing that, you know, that's the knock that people have. Well, he didn't really throw any deep balls once he joined the 49ers. Maybe that's a weakness of his, but man, he's got the arm strength and he was dropping in some beautiful passes to not the biggest wide receivers. Marquise Goodwin and Aldrick Robinson dropping it right over defenders that were in pretty good coverage. So that was really fun to see. Arm talent, you can check that off for Jimmy Garoppolo. If, if there's downfield issues in the 49ers, that's, it's got nothing to do with Jimmy not being able to throw a deep ball.
0: Yeah, you know you mentioned Goodwin, man. I, I, he's yeah, he's number 1 now. He's quickly moved up the list and he's my favorite player. I'm going to go I'm not going to buy the jersey cuz that's a little expensive but maybe one of those shirtsies, you know? They're right. just the yeah. T-shirt, but they've got, you know, 11 Goodwin on the back or uh-huh. something. I think I got to make that purchase, man. He's just, he's so much fun to watch. And you listen to him being interviewed and he just knows exactly what to say. And they're like, oh, you feel like you're number one? He's like, we're all number ones when the ball's in the air. Like, oh my God, who <laughs> says that? You know, <laughs> it's brilliant.
1: Right. I don't see that. Like, I'm number yeah. one. Nick is number two.
0: Right. It's very right. clear. I'm number one. Brian easily number two. <laughs> so they, everyone says that. Not him though. <laughs>
1: That's uh no I love Marquise Goodwin uh, yeah. as a player as a person off the field mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah just a fantastic fit for the 49ers I love that he's around love watching him play and he has been on fire every clip I like he's yeah. creating insane separation on the entire route tree, I don't know if it's maybe a late development phase for him because he spent so much time training for the Olympics and doing the track stuff, yeah. or if. Uh, and I think we already know now that the Bills didn't have a great situation going on there, so uh, maybe um, just he was not, util- yeah, not utilized properly in Buffalo. But man, he's being utilized here, and gosh, the more I watch, I wouldn't be that blown away if he was actually the number one, even over Pierre Garcon in this offense, which I wouldn't have said even a few weeks ago.
0: Yeah, if you put up eighty and a thousand, like it wouldn't shock me.
1: Yeah, exactly. He almost put up a thousand last year.
0: That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and eighty catches, maybe he gets you know close to double digit touchdowns because he's like you said, he, he's looking fantastic. And yeah, I'm just he, he's like the number one guy in football that I root for.
1: And then I start thinking, I was like, okay, does it matter who the wide receiver is? Is that like some like Shanahan magic? Because everybody he's drafted has looked great. Mm-hmm. All the free yeah. agent acquisitions look great. Like, nobody's really looked bad when they joined the 49ers since Shanahan showed up.
0: Yeah, you're right. I mean, he had, like, the running back thing going for a long time. I mean, that's another thing I'm looking for, too, is the running backs. How's Breida going to look? How's Williams going to look? Williams has been looking fantastic at practice. Yeah,
1: explosive. And and everyone's saying that Matt Breida looks just as good as Jarek McKinnon in practice, too. McKinnon's obviously going to get the the passing reps. But I wonder Mm -hmm. if uh, Joe Williams, if he makes the team, or Matt Breida will have a chance to eat into the carries.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's very possible. I mean, McKinnon might just be that change of pace guy, you know, or or he's out there on first down, but he he's more of a, a pass catching guy.
1: Who all, knows? Yeah, the, all interesting things, and and I, that's and actually that's a, that's a really good one just to see because a running back, it's harder to tell in practice. You need that full, you know, they need to go full contact, full speed to, right. to see that vision, see how they move. And so that's one of the things I'm really looking at for Jarek McKinnon. See how he moves, see how he works in that vision, see how he looks in this scheme, running those stretch plays, putting his foot in the ground and hitting the right hole and using that explosive athletic ability. Uh, that's that's definitely something to monitor, and I'm going to be watching closely in the preseason.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you 100%. I, I literally am buying right now a Goodwin Black Shertsy. <laughs> nice. <And> I purchased.
1: <laughs> done. It's done. There it is.
0: It's on its way. Ah, oh, 10-day shipping? You kidding me?
1: How's that possible? (laughs) It's a T-shirt. Throw it in a sack, and she get there in about three days. It's
0: clearly not Amazon.
1: I think we're getting spoiled with how fast. Dude, by the way, I I mean I live in San Francisco in this uh, small apartment building. There's about uh, ten or twelve units in it. Mm -hmm. Uh, People don't shop aside from like online anymore. Every day, they're especially. I'm, I'm talking to you, unit number one. There's a young lady that lives in unit number one. I'm worried about her because she's got like a, every a problem. She's got a problem. Stacks, Maybe that's her job though. Stacks of boxes every day.
0: Some people do that for a living. You know, they just buy and sell stuff.
1: Maybe. Yeah. Okay. I've seen that's it. A possibility. Yeah. So she's making money rather than blowing it.
0: Yeah, maybe both, or maybe she just is loaded and just wants to spend money every day.
1: (laughs) She's like, I don't care. She has a problem. Yeah, I would wonder why she would live in my building if she was loaded. But if
0: you're listening to this, unit number
1: one, seek help. Very confident she's not listening to this podcast right
0: now. (laughs) If she only knew who her neighbor was,
1: judging by her purchases.
0: Right, right. Are you opening those boxes? Yeah, I
1: I, got to make sure there's no contraband, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good for the good of the building.
1: Yeah, yeah. I've got a little baby. I I don't (laughs) want any drug deliveries or anything.
0: Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's good. You got to look out for the kids, man. You know,
1: which reminds me, I don't know how things don't get ripped off more often because most boxes that come now pretty much tell you exactly what's inside. Really? You know, like the box, if you buy something from a company, it's like, Hey, this is this company. The thing we make is this very valuable thing. And here's a box of it right on your front step.
0: (laughs) Yeah. it's a good point. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I don't know how we got off on this tangent, but, uh,
0: what, what else is new around
1: here? Right. Exactly. But do people, have you been to a store in a while? I haven't really been, I've been at home with a baby. Do Ah. stores still exist?
0: Yeah, I mean other than Costco, not really. Okay. I mean, once you get two kids, then you gotta really gotta like stock up on the string cheese and the milk and you know, and like we get the big tub of sour cream and cream cheese and stuff. You, you have to.
1: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Like dinosaur
0: what? chicken nuggets, those are important.
1: Dinosaur chicken nuggets.
0: Oh yeah, from Costco. Everybody out there with a the kid right now is nodding their head. Yep, yep, I know those. What's the brand? Uh, Oh, that's a good one. I don't, Whatever I don't
1: the, the brand is. That. I got to reach out to him. Sponsor the podcast here. Because, there you go. Uh,
0: yeah. I'll, I'll mention him every week, <laughs> man. My kids. Oh, they, that's all they ask for. Yeah. I gotta, get I, some, I gotta say no sometimes.
1: Maybe get some freebies on the dinosaur chicken nuggets.
0: Yeah. Now I, now I need to look that up. Thanks a lot, man. Yeah. Now I'm just <laughs> going to drive me nuts. There but you go. I don't go. remember.
1: All right. Let's move on to the mailbag.
0: All right. Sounds good.
1: Let's start with Michelle from Twitter. With this mailbag segment, and uh, she asks, "Do you expect Jimmy will play the traditional amount of quarterback does in preseason games, or might he play a little more since he's still mastering the playbook?"
0: No, I think he'll play the very minimum. I play a couple, a couple series, maybe just one week one, maybe a quarter week two, maybe play into the third quarter week three, nothing week four, right? I mean,
1: yeah, I, absolutely. They have they yeah. know exactly what they want him to work on. They have yep. some a uh, couple of concepts or something they want to get him in, get him out. Like we mentioned earlier with the injuries, if he plays like three snaps all preseason. I won't be worried about it. Work nope. practice and practice what you want to work on, you know, see some, see some live bullets, but get them out of the game healthy.
0: Yeah, I, I'm hundred percent. Okay with that.
1: Let's go to Richard with Kyle's offense designed to get yak. And Taylor seems to be the only possession wide receiver is Pettis really Garcon's replacement. I think Taylor replaces Garcon. They seem to do, do the same thing nowadays. Uh, they both are possession wide receivers, where they catch it and is practically all the yards they get.
0: I see Pettis kind of filling in anywhere,
1: right? It seems like that's what he's doing in practice, and so yeah. I think they 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 want him to be the first man up if someone does get hurt. Yep. Um, and it would seem like they expect Marquise Goodwin to be around for a while. They sign him to a three year contract, and he's getting a ton of looks. You know, he's he's drawing number one targets in practices. He's looking like he's got a good rapport with Jimmy Garoppolo, and with Garcon's contract, I would expect he would leave. And Taylor is a slot guy, and I think that's that. That's how they like him. They want to use him in the slot, let him have that two-way go. He can go either direction. Uh, mm-hmm. But like you mentioned, uh, he's actually got decent yak. He's a, a decent punt returner uh, because of his quickness, but he doesn't have a ton of speed, and he's a lot of times catching the ball, and he's not even moving You know, because he just ditches a guy. And it's like, you know, it's it's a borderline running play when they're throwing the ball to Taylor sometimes, you know, or he's just trying to get past the sticks and get down and that right. kind of thing. But, um, I think if I had to guess where Pettis ends up playing, at least early on in his career as a starter, it would be the X spot in place of Pierre Garcon, just because that's, you know, contract wise and how this team is being built. That's what it looks like. The direction is going toward.
0: Yeah, I think you're, you're spot on. But yeah, I think the first time he sees the field will be if anyone goes down or the first four wide receiver set, you see.
1: Right. Or maybe they just start working him in
0: yeah, that's true. Maybe I he'd probably have some plays just for him, you know, yeah,
1: some plays just for him. uh, yeah. they want to get his the ball in his hands so he can run after the catch for sure.
0: yep, I think that's right. Some
1: goal line stuff. I think he can be Ooh, dynamic yeah. in the goal line with his quickness getting open. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I'm in so yeah, packages that they' they'll probably have some packages for him even if he's not starting, which is another I'm thing happy. to watch in the preseason game. see how they see how guys come in and out.
0: yeah, yeah, good call. and it's maybe not week one, you know, but maybe yeah maybe week three of the preseason.
1: Well, even if week one, so like, let's say they come out for their first drive and they, you know, they drive down the field, get a couple first downs. And then all of a sudden they put in this new package in this new uh, formation and then Pettis is in there. You're like, okay, I see what's going right. on here. It'd be oh, like, that see. kind of a thing. See. Yeah. But that's
0: the thing. I don't think they want to show that, you know, that early in the preseason. Now, that's it's
1: a good point. They probably don't want to put a lot of stuff on film. Keep it very right. vanilla. Yeah. Right. From Sean on Twitter. Do you guys ever see yourself rooting for old 49ers players, even though they're not with the Niners anymore? Example, Frank Gore vance mcdonald or antoine bethe he's got antoine bethe in all caps a bethe fan is sean
0: mm-hmm. yeah of course i do
1: oh yeah frank gore i will root for frank gore whatever he does for the rest no of doubt. his life
0: yeah of course even mm-hmm. when he's gone if he you know if he starts coaching somewhere i'll, I'll make sure to, to keep an eye on him on the sideline he's a running back coach how's his running back doing yeah i mean there's guys that just because they take off the red and gold doesn't mean that they're not your, your favorite still you know right. <laughs> there's guys you just follow around and frank gore is a perfect example of that i even follow i love following mikey apati you know i was i was stoked for him i was always a big fan and yeah to be honest when he got hurt too is one of those things where was like okay at least you got hurt on the cardinals you know it's <laughs> like when the former giants used to go to dodgers you know like jason schmidt and sign a huge deal and you're like yeah look at that oh yeah <laughs> eat up all that contract space and never play i love it
1: i ate next to uh jason schmidt at olive garden one time
0: oh yeah was yeah. he a nice guy
1: uh i didn't talk to him you didn't even say hi? No, he was there with his family. I was just happy oh, to be yeah, at Olive Garden respect. at the same time. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm a – this is right when I first moved to San Francisco. I was like, I'm a poor college student eating at Olive Garden. Why is Jason Schmidt a millionaire at Olive <laughs> was Garden? Was it like a
0: huge family? Was there 20 people there? Yeah, I was like
1: wife and kids. Yeah, a couple All of his kids. All those freeloaders. No, but yeah. hey, But they treat you like family, so that's probably why. That's
0: probably there. why. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Um, and you
0: know what? He was there with his kids. You go where the kids want to go.
1: That's true. That's probably one I of the big things. They got I can't those... tell
0: you how many times I've eaten at Denny's. <laughs>
1: They got those dinosaur chicken nuggets, man.
0: They do. Yummy, Yummy makes them.
1: <laughs> yummy, okay. That's
0: the brand. Yummy,
1: yeah. All right, Yummy, hit me up, Locked On Forty Nineers at Gmail for one of those sponsorships, man. We'll get people all over the Yummy dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> chicken nuggets. Uh, I do um, not necessarily uh, root for F- Vance McDonald when I see him play. Usually, I just turn the TV off because it's frustrating. Right.
0: Well, yeah. There's guys that you're happy to see leave too.
1: Yeah, exactly. And not, not, no ill will. I don't root against sure. him. I just don't want to see that happen.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah I'm with you.
1: Uh, to Dave on Twitter, he says, uh, Brian, don't you think the questions about the 49ers offensive line are a little bit overdone? Last year, Zane Beatles was a turnstile, and Trent Brown was out the final three games due to injury. Why is everyone concerned this year's lineup is worse? Uh, Dave, I don't know if I've been hearing a lot of that. I think most people recognize that it's a it's been upgraded on the offensive line, right?
0: I'm, I'm not really supposed to answer this. He directed it only at you. So, Dave, you got your answer. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, they're, okay, if you only want ones that are directed towards you, here's one. Uh, this is from... No, I think you
0: just nailed it. I, what else can I say?
1: <laughs> yeah, what can you add to that? When, oh, I, when I perfectly, so eloquently answer a mailbag yeah. question.
0: I mean, Peacock hit it out of the park.
1: All right, this one's from Zeke. He says, hashtag Winky Wednesday. There we he go, says, that's how you get an answer. <laughs> he says, Nick, what's it like working on the Locked On 49ers podcast across from such a tall, handsome, extremely intelligent, always right host.
0: Oh, yeah, it's tough. It really is brutal. I <laughs> could see myself in my computer screen all the time. It's so tough uh, having to look at this.
1: <laughs> that was not Zeke's question, by the way. Uh, no, Zeke's real question was, I've seen this stat. It, it was a hashtag Winky Wednesday, by the way. This is from uh, Ferocious Gentleman, a.k.a. Zeke. Uh, I've seen this stab before, but what's the real reason? The gra- He calls it the garipple effect. Kind of like that, the garipple effect. Sure. Was so ginormous. Uh, A, Jimmy G is that much better, or B, defensive coordinators didn't have much film on him. I'm going 70% A, 30% B. So this was in reference on Twitter to uh, a tweet by Al Sacco uh, that talked about the 49ers last year. With Hoyer and Bethard at quarterback, the 49ers scored on 38 of 130 possessions. I don't know what the percentage is there. Uh, I'm not going to do that math, but it's not good. It's about 25%. It looks that's like not great. Yeah. Um, with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback, San Francisco scored on 31 of 54 mm-hmm. possessions. So mm-hmm. well over half, uh, including the last drive where he came in against Seattle and scored on that drive in week 12 before he took over as a starter. Uh, so that's what ferocious gentleman is referencing here. And he's asking, is it because Jimmy G is that much better or defensive coordinators didn't have a book on Jimmy?
0: I think that it's, it's maybe a little bit of both and and maybe realistically it's the, like the Shanian Effect, you know, he actually got the quarterback that he wanted, the guy that you know he loved and tried to to you know get earlier, uh, the guy that he wanted coming out of college, and finally got him, and uh, it's the perfect fit for his system, you know.
1: I think it is one hundred percent A.
0: Yeah, you think it's all Jimmy?
1: It's all Jimmy. Well, versus the defensive quarter stuff, I, coordinator stuff, I don't think it matters. They 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 could have seen right. they don't have a lot of a book on C.J. Beathard, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I brought
0: in a C. Who was
1: a rookie? Opinion. Yeah, so I I think your C is more accurate than even the B part of this Got one. It. So yeah, but, but you
0: still would go A oh, a lot than,
1: uh, the, than the system. A lot A, and then with Kyle's system, but like yeah, and it was a pared down version of that, which is exciting. Right, so let's see if right. it does. Jimmy Garoppolo get bogged down? Is there too much system to go through? Right? Does it? Does he have to get worse before he gets better? <laughs> I sure is hope it not. one of those things?
0: Well, thanks for bringing me down at all the end things of the to podcast. think about.
1: It. You know, let's leave it he, there. You put it into
0: Mark? Is this marking
1: it? I just want everyone to have something to think about. Just that uh-huh. little nugget going into Thursday.
0: Right. Right when we see Jimmy G maybe throw three or four passes.
1: Right. Exactly. He throws his first pass, hits the turf, like, oh, here we go. Second
0: to pick six. And all of a sudden, <laughs> Brian's getting some nasty
1: tweets. No, he's going to be great. It's just learning curves aren't linear and development's right. not yes. linear. So maybe he has to True. get worse before he gets better.
0: You're so deep sometimes, Just man. Just throwing love that it. out there.
1: Just throwing that that's, out there.
0: That's really good.
1: My brain hurts from even thinking of that. I know,
0: right? I mean, that is where we end right there.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Hey, don't forget to get in your, uh, your team
1: names. Yes, get in those team names. Everyone stay healthy tomorrow and uh yeah hit me up on twitter at bd peacock nick is at bay area wink with those fantasy football team names the best one next week we will announce it so you have a week to get those in until next winky wednesday and we will get the 16th member of our locked on 49ers fantasy football league
0: and final we're gonna call it at sixteen.
1: and final we're not gonna yeah we're not gonna open it up to any more people 16 is a lot it's gonna be deep that, that's gonna be fun it's gonna be a little uh interesting a little different mm-hmm. i like it all right nick thanks for joining me once again my pleasure, buddy. Thanks everybody for listening. i be back. Actually, I'm not gonna have a podcast Thursday. I'm gonna wait until Friday because I want to do a rapid react post preseason opener podcast. So I'll talk to you guys on Friday, right here on Locked On 49ers. Yo, Niners, see ya. If they ain't got a price to pay, California on my license plate. Last year they ain't even like the bay. Damn. Yeah, we really gon' talk.